What's up, my geeks? Jeffrey Powers here from Geekazine Thing Magazine, Put in a Geek, and today we are looking at this right here. This is the Ceramonic Blink 500. This is their B2 arm model. There's several different models, keep that in mind. This one actually records at the transmitter. So that transmitter being the body pack, you can send it to the camera and it can record on the camera, but a backup recording can be done on each body pack. If there's two body packs to one receiver. Let's take a look at some of the specs of the Ceramonic B2R here. It is a dual wireless microphone, eight gigabytes of onboard recording. You don't have like a SD card or anything like that you need to put in there. It gives you 15 hours worth of recording at 48 kilohertz, 24 bit. There's a latency of only eight milliseconds. You won't notice it. A hundred meter operating distance in most cases. We'll talk about that in a second. And of course, a full 10 hour battery. You will have to charge it before you get through that whole 15 hours to record. Now let's go ahead and check out the unboxing and setup. Here's the box. And of course we got uh, another box inside there. Let's open that up first. Uh, we've got a protective case here. And then inside we've got cables, multiple cables for phone and, and whatnot, a couple lavaliers. And then of course the wind connectors. Next up is we've got the instruction manual. Let's go ahead and put that in. We got some stickers and there's the instructions. So here's the main unit. This is everything you got here. And let's go ahead and open this up. We on the front, we have the button to push it. We've got two receivers and one transmitter. On the front, we've got battery indicator and of course a special connect switch. Nothing on the side. Uh, this is a, a 1.5 amp, five volt USB-C on the back for charging. And then of course the button to open it up. Now, like I said, we have two uh, transmitters and one receiver. We'll start with the receiver. Uh, it's really simple on the top. We have headphone jack. We have a line out jack so you can send it to camera and listen to what's going on. On the side, we have the uh, mute switch and of course a QR code to pair things with. We got a volume up, volume down and the settings. And of course the USB-C uh, for the charging. And because we charge the receiver, not the, the transmitters. We turn it on and that's what it looks like with it turned on. The transmitters don't have this type of display, by the way. So let's go ahead and put that back in the case. We're going to do one of the transmitters here. So as you can see, that's the basic transmitter. It's got a, a cable for a lavalier and then, of course, the microphone. We can take one of the wind mics and plug it on. You could actually use this as a, mic a handheld microphone if you wanted to and, uh, and go from there. So let's pop that off. Let's go ahead and put the lavalier on 3.5 millimeter stereo jack type uh, lavalier. So that plugs in easily and then you can clip that onto your belt or whatever. On the side here, we do have the toggle switch for recording. We also have the mute button from there. You can mute it from both sides. On the other side, we have a volume and a settings. And then of course the USB-C, which allows you to then uh, connect it to the computer so you can transfer the files. You'll see no display except for the two LEDs. You have a blue LED and a red LED. Blue, uh, basically no L red LED means One, two, three, four, that five, it's six, not 
not recording, but the blue LED means that it's connected to the receiver, as you can see right there. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So we've got one set up. Let's go ahead and uh, turn on the other one. And this time we're going to leave that recording toggle switched on. So you're gonna see a red light there, uh, whereas the other one's gonna just be blue. You'll see red and blue. Solid blue means they're connected. Solid red means it's recording. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, right four. now it's recording in mono mode. We need to change One, two, three, the settings four. so we can do a dual stereo. Once again, you hold down that plus button and that'll get you into the settings. We'll go ahead and change that to stereo mode. And when we do that, we accidentally turn it off turn it back on one, two, and three, four, now five, six, uh, i go through uh one and and you could see that one two three four, and five, there's six, the other one so basically we've just uh we've just set it up for uh dual lab recording so we can do some post processing with the audio with that that is the full ceremonic case we have the receiver right here. As you can see, I've only got one transmitter turned on. I tried plugging it into the PC and I was hoping that was going to create an audio channel for to, to bring in here. Unfortunately, it doesn't. As you can see with this uh, with this side of the unit, uh, as the other blinks that you'd actually see Ceremonic logo come up here, you'd see an interface here. This does not have that. It's just a blue light. And when this is turned off, let's just turn off the receiver. You'll notice that the blue light starts to blink. That means that it doesn't have anything to pair with. So we turn this back on Ceremonic and then this will pair up once again. If you're recording and this blue light starts to blink, then you know that you've lost connection with your receiver. We do have volume buttons and a mute button on here. Uh, if when I go to mute it, there is only one way that it shows me that it's muted, you'll see the red light blink. That means that there's nothing going on. And of course the recording is set to off. When you turn the latch up this way, that will turn the recording on. It will also show you on the receiver. As you can see, it's uh, got the little mute button, but when I unmute it like so, it comes back. And then of course we have levels right there. So you can mute it here at the at the transmitter or you can mute it at the receiver when that happens you don't see that same type of mute but you don't see anything any activity coming through here so keep that in mind when you're using this that it can be muted here or it can be muted here very important like i said you have the two plugs one for the camera or line out into a computer or another interface and then the headphones so you can monitor if you need to so in all reality i could actually put both of these on my belt pack and then have this listening to our conversation and this recording i don't even need to use a camera we could this be perfect for a podcast i'm going to move this microphone away and we're going to test how this sounds in a couple different situations. First of all, we've got to turn on the recording. So let's go ahead and flip this up. And when you turn it off and turn it back on, it creates another recording. We've got a red light and we're muted. So we'll unmute and now we'll have a solid red light. Let's go ahead and do this. I'm going to start by talking. We're just going to put it right here. And now I'm going to be talking through here. So we're going to just do a quick three, two, one. So we can marry these properly. So now you're hearing the audio coming from the ceremonic, just basically clipped to my 
my person. The red light, it is recording. Uh, and of course, the receiver is capturing it. All right, next step is now we need to get the recording from this device. So you're gonna plug this into the computer and of course it's gonna show up as a regular drive with a recording or REC folder to it. Keep in mind when you do this, you have to turn the recording off and you have to make sure it's unpaired with this. Otherwise it's still thinking that it's recording through a camera and uh, it won't work. So turn this off turn off the recording option on here and then turn off the unit plug it in you'll see there's a little red dot up on top that means that it's connected up there and of course the folder shows up we'll go into the recording folder and as you can see we have multiple files and of course if we check out the properties on this we got a bitrate of 1152 kilobits per second uh, we did we got the we got all the metadata here from uh, from this device. So, and then of course, if we open it up, go another room. There we go. Uh, try and get as far away from this and continue to talk. It says that it can go up to a hundred meters. So, you know, that's what we've got for the recording right, right there. That's always best. And then every time that we stopped the rec the uh, recording, either through pausing the audio or turning on and off that toggle switch, that's what created a brand new file. So I was able to use the Blink 500 B2R for a couple weeks now. I actually took it out to the Consumer Electronics Show with me, and I ran some initial tests at the hotel I was at. I left my hotel room, walked right down to the elevators. The signal, of course, did drop out and then came right back in when I got into range once again, before I got in the room. Then I went into CES. Now, keep in mind, CES is pretty bustling. Lots of Wi-Fi signals, lots of people using these types of microphones to get interviews. But even at close range to the receiver, the audio kind of broke badly in many situations. If it wasn't for the internal recordings, I would have lost several interviews on the first day alone. Video and also 96 million pixels of photo. We're gonna release it in the summer. And it has in-camp in camp live streaming, in-camp stitching, and also in-camp stabilization. Video and also 96 million pixels of photo. We're gonna release it in the summer. And it has in-camp in -camp live streaming, in-camp stitching, and also in-camp stabilization. Day one is a private event and I was at Mandalay Bay Convention Center. Many people stuffed in a room doing exactly what I'm trying to do, getting interviews. Getting into CES was a little bit better, but I did have some points where even at close range, and I'm talking like right here to right here, it started popping in and out. When I put the recordings in, you can definitely notice a difference between the audio from here and from here. It's a thinness in the audio that went to the receiver, this, uh, that went into the camera. Over the recordings, they had a lot better quality to them, I felt. I also noticed a better chance at success if Transmitter 2 was turned off. But for the most part, using the recordings over what came into the camera was the better option. There was one interview where it was badly uh, cutting in and out in the uh, receiver, but the transmitter actually didn't have a recording. I must have hit the toggle switch or something like that uh, because that was the only interview that had that happen. And I do about 30, 40 interviews. I'm a one man band and I usually out of all the interviews get about one or two that just didn't work. 
Another issue is when I used both transmitters and we were very close in proximity, there was a lot of bleed through. But I, I think the TikTok people have shown that that's, that's probably the best lighting you can get. Can you also do video on this? Can you make TikToks on this? You can't, at least not yet. Not yet? For yep. into, that's the C ink paper, yep. right? And then of course it comes out uh, from here. Can you make more than one copy? Yep, and you can also lock it too. So let's say you have a- In post-editing, I actually had to take out the audio from one of the uh, transmitters uh, when the other person was talking. You could definitely hear a small little latency between the two. The bigger issue is these uh, omnidirectional mics themselves that are attached onto the unit. If I don't have this thing vertical like this, if it's at an odd angle, it's getting audio going that way rather than getting it from the voice. It captures the voice, but if anybody stands right next to the uh, interviewer, it picks it up. And of course, it, it is a CES. People are crammed in, so you're going to get somebody talking right about here. And I really wish that it had some sort of attenuation, noise canceling that would have been added to the uh, transmitters. But then I still had that issue of the Wi-Fi receiver not capturing the audio correctly. When I'm in a closed environment like this outdoors where not a lot of 2.4 gigahertz signals are being thrown around like pizzas at a parlor, the microphones work perfect. I did love the fact that you can keep both mics turned on and they're constantly recording. That made for matching the left and right audio a little bit better. The recordings self-increment and they go about 20 minutes before they reset. But if you do turn off one of the transmitters, you're definitely going to have a mismatched audio file name when you go to put it together. Transferring the audio was also a little bit frustrating as it didn't transfer as fast as I expected. A 20 minute audio file took longer than a 20 minute video file that came from my camera. That usually takes about 20 to 30 minutes to transfer from SD card to the hard drive. Now, in all the cases, nice, but it doesn't give you anywhere to put your cables. It, even if it would have been nice to have like a little clip or something like that, put the cable in. That way I could take this with me. I'm not a fan of that carrying case that comes with it because the bag doesn't fit this and the cables. And I like to keep everything in one area. I have two pieces to worry about. And I actually did forget one of the cables. I forgot one of the lavalier microphones, so I didn't use it. Ultimately, the device did do the job for recording audio. I probably won't take this to any bigger trade shows because I really want the audio with the video. I did record an audio only podcast and use the recordings without issue. It's a decent interview mic system for your use at home. Make sure you're not standing next to the person you're interviewing. Put a little distance, otherwise you might uh, get a little bit of slap back in the recordings and you'll have to do some editing to fix it out. That's my findings on the Blink 500 B2R. What do you guys think? Have you used this microphone yet? Let me know in the comments below and uh, we can definitely talk about it. I'd love to hear what your success stories are with this. Ceramonic does have a lot of microphones and capture devices which I use on a regular basis. So which microphones, which capture devices do you use from Ceramonic? Let me know as well. And that's it for this review for the Ceramonic Blink 500 Pro B2R. Thanks a lot for watching. Until next time, you guys geek out, record all your video, and we'll see you next time. Take care.